Are you developing IoT solutions? Get ready for tomorrow with Farnell, supporting your design journey from connecting smart sensors to the cloud to implementing AI. Find everything you need at Farnell.com. Enjoy this episode with Farnell, a global distributor of electronic products and solutions. Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. Welcome back to the Future Print Podcast. Delighted to have with me once again, Mark Hanley of IT Strategies. Welcome, Mark. Thank you. Nice and to be here. Thank you. Nice to have you. We obviously based out in Boston, uh, Massachusetts. And Mark has, who people who don't know who Mark is, Mark is um, has been in the industry many years as an, an industry expert and an analyst. And today we're going to have a chat about this kind of theme that we have is... Um, is this the new normal? And Mark, you obviously have observed and seen trends and provided input in terms of where the industry has adapted during the lockdown period. And as we were saying just before I hit record is, um, lockdown was a period of great certainty in many respects, wasn't it? Because we're all in the same place. We're all doing the same, roughly the same things with the same challenges. And it feels, I don't know what you think, but it feels a bit like we've come out of lockdown into this very chaotic world where there's a number of different issues that are causing stress onto the industry. And I just kind of wondered whether we should be worried about that or we should feel robust and optimistic and what your view was, really. Well, I don't think uh, you're right. There is a strange feeling of where are we? But here's how I interpret that. I think since during the pandemic, business took back up pretty well. And certainly in relation to production digital printing, which is what we spend most of our time looking at. But we're not quite sure how it's developing. And here's why I think we have that feeling. Um, Since the pandemic, I think most people would acknowledge communications have changed and obviously trade shows weren't there. I think trade shows still, without even the pandemic causing this, but now afterwards, trade shows are still weak. Uh, That's what I'm hearing. Um, I haven't been to any, I admit personally, but what I'm hearing from those who have is that they don't have the same strength and the same attendance they used to have. And, of course, there's fewer conferences as well. So the way I interpret this feeling we have of uncertainty is that there is actually a a good rebound in the business, and it's, it's, it's indicatively going in some of the new directions we thought it might. It's accelerated change as a result of the pandemic. But uh, we don't feel so sure about it because we don't have these sources we used to have. We used to be traveling all the time. We used to go to these trade shows. We used to talk to people. So we had this whole raft of secondary sources who would exchange opinion. I personally found it hugely valuable. And there's less of that now. And it's not just trade shows. Uh, People are traveling less on business because they believe, and they're probably right, that they found out during the pandemic they never needed to go as much as they had in the past anyway. But anyway, as a result, less information being exchanged. And it's that kind of information that you only get by being in person with people when you talk about things in a trusting way, looking in each other's eyes. You don't get that from a Zoom or a phone call. Uh, So I think that's the reason we have this sense of uncertainty and but my other comment about it is this weakness in trade shows if it's true and the lesser in-person communication in general i think that's a longer term development and i think that's gonna stay that way for a while so 
we found in our business, we're professional researchers, and we've been able to stay quite well in touch because we are asked to, and we do anyway, a lot of user research. So we will call up printers or people who have bought expensive digital printing equipment, and we will ask them what they're doing with it. I mean, we do that all the time anyway, but it's become even more important. Uh, So for us, we can do that because we're third parties standing outside the industry. But between vendors and suppliers, that's not so easy. Um, So we stand after that. And I'll just finish by saying, in answer to your question, the actual underlying business is very strong. We're seeing big uh, growth rates in a number of areas. Um, and, but it's often in different patterns of application and different patterns of equipment being used, uh, quite a step change from what we saw before the pandemic, meaning that people's work patterns and demand patterns have changed dramatically as a result of the pandemic. And I, I detect that some vendors are reluctant to accept this. So meaning that they're saying, oh, I, I should be selling more of what I used to sell. And uh, it, it, there's rather than thinking, oh, my goodness, it's moved on and I've got the wrong product, maybe. Um, and I think that offers opportunity, if I'm right about that, for those who are quick on the uptake and do see a chance to change the kind of products being sold. Um, I've seen this strongly in the label area, for example, um, so I think underlying it's good, but we're all a bit more in the dark than we were. Following the success of 2021's Virtual Future Print Leader Summit, the event is back for 2022, this time as a two-day live and virtual hybrid event. Taking place on the 29th and 30th of June in Geneva, Switzerland, the Leader Summit will provide a forum for discussions among leaders, inspiring presentations, and opportunities to address the key challenges and opportunities in print, all in the stunning setting of Geneva. To register your interest in the Future Print Leader Summit, visit futureprint.tech forward slash events. Yeah, and that's that sort of information gap, like you say, tends to provoke uncertainty, doesn't it, by its nature. So with the well-documented challenges of skill shortages, supply chain uh, challenges, uh, energy price increases, um, geopolitical challenges that we've got probably more so in Europe than than, than US stateside, but um, are these having an impact on the inkjet community in terms of being able to create product and technology because there are a shortage of parts or the energy costs are too high it's not placing too much strain and 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 is it having an effect one and secondly the the kind of themes that came out during lockdown was that big manufacturers were looking to digitize production and therefore inkjet was going to be kind of growing in its use for localized production are you seeing any of that or any of that yeah, we are seeing that. And uh, what, what we've suddenly, the changes like inflation, like the unavailability of paper, the huge increases in paper prices, mm-hmm. those are direct effects. And uh, those can be positive or negative. I mean, generally, they're negative. However, it's not always negative, And it's not always obvious that it's a direct effect. So for example, if there's not much paper, and mm-hmm. if it's very expensive to buy, When you look at that in the context of analog print, in some ways that pushes people to do more digital print because digital print is perceived to be more efficient in the longer run. 
So even though you know high paper prices should affect everything, in fact, it might be affecting analog print more than it affects um, uh, inkjet print. It might actually be giving a boost to production inkjet print. We know that behaviorally, printers are increasingly seeing that inkjet has a long-term future, even in graphic arts, where inkjet was very slow to be adopted. And it's not as if the product is yet perfected. It still has some steps to take in being the equivalent of analog print, certainly also in terms of cost. But despite that, when it comes to capital expenditure, when it comes to investing for the future and consolidating on the demand that people feel confident in in the future, it seems like Inkjet has taken a big step up since the pandemic. So, yes, I think in these complex, indirect ways, Inkjet has got a boost. It's really a way of saying what we said during the pandemic ourselves, which was that this would accelerate development. It would it would clear out the dead wood faster yeah. and cause people to be much more focused on where they want to invest their dollars. Because, look, you buy a new inkjet press and its associated service contracts and the associated infrastructure for that, uh, it doesn't leave you much left over to be buying other technologies. So it's really concentrated people's minds on what do they want to do, spend more on offset presses or spend more on inkjet presses. Now, it's not quite as black and white as that, but, I mean, people still buy offset presses, but there's a trend, in my opinion, clearly driven forward by the pandemic to inkjet. That's interesting. So what you're saying is that people, it's, it's, it's refined people's thinking and, and focus their, their their investments as opposed to stopping it or or, or reducing use. On, on the, just looking sort of the wider macro trends in, in the US, because I'm interested, because obviously the US tends to bounce back from recessions or difficulties far quicker than any other country. What 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 do you perceive as being the kind of big issues there? It's obviously slightly different to, to Europe, I would imagine. Well, the issue of labour costs and labour availability Mm. is a very big issue here, not to suggest that it's not in the UK or Europe, but here everybody has a perception that uh, uh, it's almost impossible to fill jobs, especially skilled jobs. And I'm not sure I fully understand that. It extends way beyond the print industry, but it does work in the print. It does have an effect in the print industry for sure. That's a factor. Um, And uh, there's also over here, again, I, I'm not sure how to compare this to individual European countries, but certainly over here, there's an ever-accelerating consolidation of print providers, and that has the effect of partially getting rid of deadwood demand, but also of producing companies that, through consolidation, have a stronger capital base. So... Um, that has been an accelerated effect of the pandemic uh, right across the printing world. And frankly, um, you know, that to get back to that thing I mentioned before, paper availability and costs has really, really hit people hard here. Mm. And um, it, it's made, uh, it's just changed the economics for many printers. So those mm. are... I think, you know, the U.S., they say, is always a market which is driven very much by unit volume and uh, uh, economies of scale. And 
So I guess that factor is present in an acceleration of these effects I'm talking about. Mm. So I guess the continued challenge for people is just to be as super adaptable and, um, you know, resourceful as possible and, and, and build resilience within the business, really, I, I guess. I mean, it's, it's, it's not an easy answer to this, is it? No, I mean, there's, there's uh, you know, you've got to always have a choice between doing something relatively new and very specialised that you start small in. And there are people who take that approach specific with regard to industri- to uh, in digital printing. But mm-hmm. if you're already in the print business as an analogue printer, um, yes, I mean, you you economics is what drives things now and um, people have to to remain competitive buy new equipment and there just isn't enough money to not buy new technology and i don't think as many printers today would say oh i can afford to ignore new technology now in the print world i think that's that's a major factor mm-hmm. brilliant thanks is there any any final comments you'd like to leave us with just in terms of your I think, you know, the digital print world, it's not a new thing to say, but digital production print still essentially has a model of specialization and high price, which accommodates the relatively high cost of digital printing compared to analog printing, which is still the case. Um, So that model is still preferred by vendors. It's preferred by users. So, for example, you know, we're still under 10% penetration of the label market um, after, you know, 25 to 30 years of digital production activity in it. But that isn't, that's a choice to use digital label printing as a profit generator. And that is lower volumes, higher prices. This is still the overriding business model of digital print and um you know i think i don't see signs of that changing we could have a debate about whether that is right but i think people are very interested still in the potential to sustain themselves with profit from digital print Mm. Mm. brilliant okay well thanks so much mark for that and i think broadly it doesn't sound bleak it just sounds like it's uh the the challenge is um in the US as well as the Europe, as well as Europe, um, similar, and that um, are going to be um, continued adaptability, really, um, and and being able to meet that um, those challenges head on, and uh, you know, and I guess at some point they will hopefully level out. But who yes, knows? Maybe the new normal. I don't know. Mm. Well, I think you know the new normal has to become in the next ten years a much more efficient print world where people literally only print what they need to print. And uh, that could result in different forms of print design as well as a complete shift in demand. So we're still at the tail end of a process of of, uh, divesting ourselves of the print we don't need. But what is left that we do need um, still will be very large but maybe not as large as the original analog print market was. But that's a fine future for digital print. There's no problem with that. No, no, definitely. Brilliant. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Mark. And Excellent, as always. So thank you for your time. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much for asking me, Marcus. This episode was brought to you by Farnell, your global distributor of electronic components, products, and solutions. Visit farnell.com. 
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up. And visit futureprint.tech for the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research, and to catch up on content from Futureprint events. We'll see you next time on the Futureprint podcast.